Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, this week we talk about how to leverage social proof within your brand message. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in each week as we bring you the thought leaders in marketing and interviews that help you think about how to better set up your marketing programs that will drive growth in your business. Also, each week we bring you one-on-one, down-in-the-weeds expert advice from yours truly that dive into the tactics behind some of these ideas. So with that being said, this is one of those thought leadership shows today. I'm going to break down for you in further detail this idea of social proof and how to apply it to your business, your brand. This is part of my personal branding framework where you need to work on developing your message, your community, and your impact. And within messaging is where we've been focusing these past few weeks, episodes 99 and 101. And this is episode 103. What we're diving in today is social proof. It is the third piece of your message, which comprises your positioning, your platform that you deliver your message on, and the social proof. So today we'll talk about social proof. But for those of you that have not listened to the podcast before, just want to welcome you to the show, say thank you for tuning in for the first time. And if you have any interest in getting to know me better and what I'm all about, feel free to go to brandonbrands.com to check out more content from me. You can also subscribe there to my weekly email that gives you the tips and latest on what's going on and also has links to my Facebook group and any programs with how to work with me. So that's all there. Be sure to check it out. Otherwise, just hit subscribe on this podcast and make sure that you are at least getting it in your feed from your podcast provider every week so that uh, you are updated on what's going on. And it also helps me get this show out to more people when you subscribe. Uh, and if you leave a review and rating, that's also appreciated. So that is the housekeeping for the day. And let's I want to get into this idea of social proof. So there are a couple pieces to social proof. And I feel like this concept has been around for a long time. So a lot of you might be familiar with social proof. And for me, I came across this idea. I mean, I saw it everywhere. But the actual concept of it really solidified for me when I read Tim Ferriss's book, which was The 4-Hour Workweek. And he talks a lot about how to very quickly become an authority in your market. And some of the more traditional ways of doing that were, you know, you would write a book on something, you would go and start becoming a speaker and going on stages and building, you know, yourself as the authority in a certain market. And that all makes sense, but he was looking for a quicker way to do that and saying, here's some examples of how to do it. I don't remember his full exhaustive list. But a lot of those hacks that he had come up with were things that were like instant credibility, things like saying, oh, yeah, my article that I wrote has been featured in Forbes, or I've done an interview on CNN, or I met Oprah, or whatever those things were. And what he was tapping into was 
And, I, and some of the other ideas, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, where you know you can get certified in a certain type of training, you can get some kind of credential uh, in something, and you can get testimonials from people that say that you're great. All of these are examples of the kinds of things that you see that are triggers to people that say this person knows what they're talking about. Another kind of funny like authority trigger is like people in uniform, you know, things that demonstrate that you you earn some kind of status, right? Now, all of this is basically a simple way of saying that there are things that we need to see that help us build trust with someone as, you know, should this be the person that I'm listening to about this particular thing? And if you are out there building a business that's based on your personality, more so your reputation and your personal brand, if you have a business that relies on your reputation, essentially, some of these concepts of social proof are really important for you. So that's what we're diving into today. And the three things that I want to get into about social proof are the idea of demonstrating your expertise, creating association, and getting featured on other platforms. So that's what we'll talk about today, demonstrating expertise, creating association, and getting featured on other platforms. So the first one, demonstrating expertise, is really about saying, if you want someone to believe that you are the authority, the social proof, the first thing you need to make sure you're doing is within your messaging, demonstrating expertise, meaning you need to show people that you know what you are talking about. You need to find a way to quickly either provide the depth of knowledge that shows them that you have been doing this for a while, or you need to give them a quick win or a quick solve or some resource or some tool or something that shows them that you are the real deal. And that can be done in a lot of ways, but the goal within your messaging is to somehow demonstrate to them that this topic that you want to be known for is something that you can dive deep on. So demonstrating that can happen a lot of ways. And for some people, it's really just the doing something over and over again over time. It's that history. They die, they tap into, you know, I've been doing this a long time for a lot of years. And if you want to see the depth of my work, you can just look at my backlog of content. You can look at all the books I've written, all the articles I've written. You can look at all the podcasts I've recorded, all the videos I put onto YouTube, all the blogs that have been released uh, on my website, which is why if I've tapped into my previous topic, which was platform, which is why you need to have a platform that can store all your your knowledge and can be categorized and searched. That is one way to demonstrate your expertise. Another way that people do that is to go really deep, really quickly on one very specific topic and you know, giving you the research that you would not have done the work to do yourself, giving you the statistics, the trends, giving you some of the most useful resources and links so you don't have to do it. So giving you all the little things you need to validate a very specific idea. If they can really hone in on a niche topic and spotlight an, an idea or concept within an area of expertise, then it shows you that they know more than you do and you, you might need to learn from them, whatever that thing is. So demonstrating that experience can happen in a lot of different ways, but it is the first piece of this idea of social proof. So finding a way to do that, that works for you, that fits your personality, your style, what you want to do is an important piece of this. And it's, it's funny, I was talking to, uh, in one of my interviews, Oren Klaff, and he has this idea of a flash roll, which, which I love, because he has to, in a sales meeting that is very limited on time, very quickly, and sometimes before the pitch even in person, 
needs to demonstrate expertise or have someone in his group demonstrate expertise. And they came up with this idea of a flash roll, which is where in, you know, at the right prompt, at the right period of time, you go into something very technical, very quickly that can demonstrate your authority in a, in the topic. And it uses the language that the experts in the field understand. It demonstrates a very deep level of understanding of a particular area of expertise and it does it very quickly. And when you can rattle off the most important features, the things that are important, the facts, the figures of something very quickly and in a concise, well-thought-out format, you've demonstrated your expertise. And he calls it a flash roll, and I love that concept. And it's not something that you just do automatically. It is definitely something that has to be practiced, that potentially has to be scripted and learned and ready for you. And you can do this for a lot of different things, but that idea of a flash roll, I think all of you could use, all of us could use, myself included. So that was a, that's one example of a way for you to get out there and demonstrate your expertise. Otherwise, if you want, if you need a little more time, you can get out there and actually write a few things, like actually put together something that goes in depth on a topic. And once you've written it, it's easy to recall and bring up over and over again and reference the thing that you've built so or written. So think about that. Step one, social proof is demonstrating expertise. Step two is creating an association. And what I mean by this is a lot of businesses, especially when they're new or people or service providers or consultants might need some kind of tip off that they are worth listening to. And especially when you're new, you might have to get that from someone else, whether it's another respected person in your field that says, yeah, this guy is legit. He's great. I love him. Or it is some business that says, that like ranks you as an authority or, or whatever it is, or you are even getting in the same room with someone and interviewing someone, whatever it is, you are in a physical space with someone, sharing a conversation with someone that other people have already designated as an authority in the space that you want to be an authority in. That creates, because of the relationship, because of that proximity, it creates an association that says, you must be at least pretty close to the same level as this person in terms of that respected authority. And that social proof is basically you taking that reputation and you know attaching yourself to it because what they assume is that that person's not just talking to anybody. And you, especially if it's a you know not just a selfie, that you have had a longer conversation with this person means that this must be the type of person you talk to all the time. And that creates an association. So you building these relationships are super important. And how do you do that? Well, you get out there and you network and you go to the places where the authorities are and you put yourself in an environment to meet them. And you may not meet all the ones you want to meet, but if you make a list, you make a you know dream 100 list of the people that really are respected in your industry and you make it a goal to go where they are, you're going to eventually run into the, them in some way, shape or form. And you can precede this. You can get out there and start interacting with them with social media and the internet. It makes it really easy for pretty much anyone to gain access. And yet there are going to be people that are harder to get to than others. And maybe those are on your list, but they're the, the hardest on your list. You've got to have some people in the middle that you that are hard to get to, but are probably attainable if you put yourself into the right situations. And you going to where they are and whether it's you paying for an event that they're hosting or you going to a conference that they're speaking at. And you preceding the relationship by going and going onto their online channels, interacting with their their live feeds or their their courses, 
you starting that relationship and then reaching out to them and saying, hey, I'd love to meet you, shake your hand, I'm going to be at this event you're speaking at, can start a relationship for you. It started so many for me. And then just by physically being in enough places consistently, you're going to start to run into people and meet people, or you're going to meet people that can introduce you to the other people that you're trying to meet. That is a way for you to get in the right room to meet the people that are going to give you the association you need to continue to develop your authority within your space. And not everyone's taking the time to do that. So it is a place for you to really do that for your industry, for what you are trying to become known for. If you're serious about building your personal brand, you're going to need this. You're going to need other people out there that validate you as someone in your industry that's worth listening to. You cannot do this alone. Now, the best way for me that I've seen is to actually physically attend conferences and and try to get into rooms where the people that are already respected in the industry are. You can find your own way. If you're better at doing this digitally, you can. But what I would say is you need to reinforce these relationships with in-person contact. Now, I just read an interesting fact that said in terms of developing a friendship, which is basically what this tries to turn into is if you want to build a deeper relationship, you want to become these the people that actually point to you and say, yeah, that's the guy that does this. What it takes is not just one or two interactions. What it takes is to build a casual friendship with someone. It takes about 50 hours of contact. Now, yeah, so what that means is you've got to be putting yourself into rooms with people over and over again and following up and having conversations and find new ways to go from a relationship to a friend. You can get the association quicker by doing things like interviews. That helps. And then, But if you actually want a relationship where they point back to you, you've got to use these in interactions as ways to start that trend. And it, that's why it's a long-term game, right? So get out there, start making those contacts, and then develop the, that relationship over time. Casual relationship, again, 50 hours of contact. You want to build a actual friendship with someone that is, you know, that's going to take you about a hundred hours is what the research said. And then to develop a close friendship with someone is about 200 hours of, of contact. And that's in-person contact, not just digital contact, it's both. And this is, you know, just something to put into perspective for you, what it takes to actually, you know, how did they get to know this person? How could I, how come I'm not the person that's friends with, with these high level people? Well, you didn't put in the work, you didn't put in the time. Yeah. It takes getting out there and especially if you've identified 10, 50, 20, 50 people, 100 people that you really want to get in the room with, and then off of your list, you find five or 10 that are that seem to be open to continuing a relationship with you, those are the ones you've got to spend extra time with either going to the places that they're going or getting onto more calls with them, joining their, their media channels if they have their own platforms, and developing interaction. And maybe in the first six months, you're just, you know, someone that they that's associated with them in terms of uh, you are showing up in their community. But eventually, over time, you're going to be the person that they're thinking of. Gosh, this person really shows up consistently, and that's how you develop a relationship and an association. So, huge piece of social proof: creating association with people in your industry that are already where you want to be. Okay, number three. So we've done number one was demonstrating expertise. Number two is creating association. Number three is getting featured on other platforms. Now, what's great is this doesn't always take a a long time and a huge relationship. You don't need to have these deep relationships with people to suddenly be featured on their platforms. Sometimes you just need to have the right message at the right time. People are doing this on the podcasts all the time. They are going and guesting on other people's shows because they figured out a message that they can deliver like no one else. They've honed their story and they've found the right words to say to get a yes on these interviews. 
Now, it can be a podcast. It can be a blog that you've written an article for that was intriguing that someone wanted to post. You can simply jump, join a Facebook group that has a bunch of people in your industry in it and be helpful in that group and find ways to post and reply and interact one-to-one in those groups. And if you DM the people that run those groups, they may consider letting you post something that's a little bit more interesting or doing a collaboration. There are plenty of groups as well that simply are built for collaboration. So finding a way for you to work with someone else and cross-promoting and sharing those that content is a great way to develop that relationship where you're sharing audience with each other. Uh, that's why I love doing a podcast. Not only guesting is great, but also hosting your own podcast. I mean, people come on your show, but then they also, they share that interview with their audience and say, hey, go listen to this interview. It was me talking about such and such. And if it's something that was a little unique that they haven't talked about before, they're even going to be more motivated to share that because they want their audience to hear this perspective that they've created. And that takes a little bit of work and, and time to figure out what you're going to say that's different and stand out. But you developing your message, the thing that you are known for, part of that is delivering that message in a way that is understandable, that you've practiced, that you can deliver, and then figuring out where you can deliver it. And it could be small groups. It might be five, 10 people at first or one-on-one, you know, get on calls with people and get to know them and deliver your message. But you do it enough times and you're going to start to see that people want to hear your message. So what's going to take you developing social proof, the thing that says this must be the expert is you getting the go-ahead, getting the approval of other people in your industry saying, yeah, I'd love to share your message on my show. Now, think about it. There are gatekeepers, right? There are people that want to, that because they've developed shows, they get to say yes or no to you sharing your message. So you have to have some kind of compelling reason that they want to bring you on your show. And what I've liked is if I develop my own show, they that again points to me knowing what I'm talking about in my industry. So I like to do this in order. I like to demonstrate my expertise as we've talked about first by getting featured, writing articles, creating content, doing the work behind the thing I want to talk about. And then I create associations. I build these relationships so that after I've demonstrated my expertise and I build a relationship, I can then put in the ask and say, hey, I'd love to be featured on your your show or your platform. My big message right now is this. I want to talk about it. Is that something your users would find value in? Do you think that that's something that I could deliver to them that would help them? And maybe a few of these asks are going to say yes. You know, you don't have to have all of them say yes, but you get a few and you ask enough people, it's going to start to add up. And then you can point to these interviews and say, the people that did say yes, here's what it sounded like. And now people can go back and look at it and say, you know what? That's a message I haven't talked about on my show either. I'd love to bring that on. Or I'd love you to add a new perspective on this, or I'm hosting something. People are always looking for experts in their space to curate and show up at their events. And you can do little workshops on your own. So you can dive into other people's events or you can create them on your own. But getting featured on other platforms is a faster way to build audience than trying to build it on your own. I love building your own platform. I think everyone should do it. But the idea that you need to get somewhere more quickly is going to specifically rely on you going to places that have already built audience. You need to build your audience over time, but you need to borrow audience as quickly as possible in the short term. And that is the third piece of this social proof is you borrowing audience from other people that have already built it and then giving you that credibility, you developing association with the leaders in your industry, whether it be on their platforms or on your own and then being a guest on it, 
or by you demonstrating expertise, you knowing what you're talking about, you doing the work to deep dive on topics that people actually care about that provide value that help people. You do those three things, demonstrate expertise, create association, and get featured on other platforms, and you have developed social proof for your story, for your message. And where you put that then becomes up to you. And it's what you always hear at the beginning of these interviews. As featured on, well, you know, he wrote for Forbes, an entrepreneur magazine, and and he's been featured on CNN and on the morning show in, in your town. And they wrote the book on this. They spoke at this conference. They've helped these big companies. They worked with this famous person. All of these are cues that let people know that you are legit, that you are where you should be, and it's validated, and you aren't just someone else off the street that's just getting started. So developing these associations, these cues, these proof of concept that you are the real deal, the social proof is going to be what differentiates you in your field. And yes, a lot of people in your field have social proof, but it separates you from the rest that haven't gotten there yet, that haven't developed it. So you have to first step that up. And then again, there's a lot more you have to do along the way to develop your personal brand, but this is one key component of it. So I hope that resonates with you guys. And again, this is a big part of what I call the message piece of building your personal brand. Your messaging to me is how do you position yourself in your market? How do you build a platform that oh, that houses your message? And then how do you find social proof to support your reputation? You do those three things and you've developed your message, which is what you are known for, which is how people decide if you are for them or not. That's what I got for you today. This is part of my series on personal branding, which is what this season two is all about. And I hope you guys are finding it useful. I'm going to keep doing this every other week after my, or every week after my interview episodes, I'm going to keep giving you one extra component, diving deep on these piece by piece, integral parts of developing your personal brand. I hope you're finding it useful. I'd love your feedback. If you love the episode, if it's working or helping you, please screenshot it and share it on your social platform of choice. Share it on Instagram. Tag me at Brandon Berkmeyer or B Berkmeyer, depending on what platform it is. And let me know so that I can comment on it and thank you for sharing. And again, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. Let your friends know about it. Let other people know. My growth is specifically dictated by you guys sharing and letting your friends know that this is where you go to to get this kind of information. If you want to find branding and marketing topics that can help your business grow, please listen to this podcast. That's what you need to be telling your friends if you think that it will be useful for them. So Appreciate you guys. Appreciate your help. And if you are out there and you're trying to work on your personal brand and you just want to talk to someone about it, I'm here. So go to brandonbrands.com forward slash apply and let's set up a discovery call to talk about what you're doing right now. And if I can help you, we'll find a way to do that. And if I can't, I'll just give you the advice I can give you. And at very least, we'll have gotten to know each other a little bit. So appreciate you guys. Appreciate you listening every week and tell your friends. All right, guys, have a great week and I will catch you next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.